the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. Let's give the Lord a praise. Bless his name. Omnipotent. Amen. Omnipotent. That means he has all power. And all we can really say to it is amen. That means and so let it be. And so it is. And so I agree. He's got all power. Amen. Amen. Omnipotent. He's great. Anybody who knows the Lord has a relationship with the Lord, they can agree. He's great. Bless his name. He's great in all the earth. He's great on Monday. He's great on Tuesday. Amen. Bless his holy name. He's great in the midnight hour when you can't get in touch with nobody else. He's great when nobody can't help you. When the doctor says he's done all he can do, I know we serve a God. Hallelujah. Yeah, he's got all power in the palms of his hand. Omnipotent, he's great. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Glory. Glory to God. Bless his adorable name. Y'all said y'all came to worship on today. Hallelujah. You don't start thinking about the God you serve. How great he is. I know you're looking cute on this morning, but you ain't always been looking cute. Hallelujah. There was a time. Glory to God. Bless his name. This morning, Katerin, we want to invite you to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. Ephesians chapter 2. You should have your Bibles with you. We want you to turn there. Uh, Whether... uh, you have the papal version or whether you have your electronic versions, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. We want to um, close the series that we started some while ago entitled, Do We Need the Church? And that uh, journey has brought us to this point to look at this passage in Ephesians chapter 2. We started the journey, Hebrews chapter 10. Spoke to you from the idea, our inherent obligation to attend church. We we need to attend 
church. There is an obligation on the child of God because of the blood of the Lamb. Glory. Uh, we have an obligation to attend. We then went to, from there to Ephesians chapter 4. I spoke to you from the idea of the benefits of the church because we know that this postmodern generation of millennials always wants to know what's in it for me. What's the benefits of attending church and being part of the church? And, and then the third part that we dealt with was in Matthew chapter 16, and we spoke from the idea we need the church to claim the corridor for Christ. If we're going to do anything, if the, we're going to advance his kingdom, God utilizes the church to advance the kingdom of God and to claim the corridor for him. On this morning, Ephesians chapter 2, are you there yet? Okay, praise the Lord. It says, and you... He made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. And you, he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. Father in heaven, we need you on this day that you might speak clearly a word of life in our midst. A word, God, that would change someone's eternal destiny from hell and the lake of fire, to heaven and eternity. Father, speak a word here on today that may call someone who has drifted in their fellowship to return to you and to reconcile the brokenness that's in them. God, speak a word that the one who came in on this morning discouraged might be encouraged when they leave, that their heart might rejoice in the joy of their salvation. God, speak a word that your name would get all of the glory and all of the honor and all of the praise. Use me, Lord, as I need you this hour to speak this word with power and authority and conviction to put into the atmosphere that which would horrify the devil. God, use me as your instrument to declare liberty to those whom you desired to set free. Have your way, God. We need you, Lord, and we depend on you. And so I trust you now that you will accomplish in this place what you've set forth to do. In Jesus' name, amen. In this final part of the series of messages, we find ourselves here in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. And we, we got here, I believe, by the clear hand of God to try to comprehend in a real way the value of dirt. You might say, what? What are you talking about? I'm, I'm going to get you there. Stay with me. Um, it is a common problem amongst people. And I would probably say even the children of God to understand and to fully uh, comprehend and fairly evaluate their value. Y'all still here with me? And so, as I look at this verse, I want to talk to you from this idea, the value of dirt. What the Apostle Paul does in Ephesians chapter 1 is he introduces 
uh, his uh, message by letting the saints at Ephesus know how blessed they are, that they have received the favor of God and that God has uh, blessed them tremendously and they've been connected to him, the Father, and, 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 and he, then he comes back and he prays for them and he says, I pray that your understanding would be enlightened, that you would really fully comprehend the hope of his calling on your life, the riches of his glory towards you, and the greatness of the power of the God who loved you and saved you and called you his own. Paul says, I want you to understand how valuable you are to the church as a member of the body. I want you to comprehend and understand and fully regulate your value. Now, in my research to try to come to a comprehension of understanding, I wanted to kind of get a good comprehensive understanding of the value of dirt. I wanted to know what dirt was worth. So I went to my favorite place, Lowe's. Um, I know I got some fellow Lowe's people. I, I, when I go in Lowe's, I just get stuck. I mean, it's just so much stuff in there that I can use. Maybe I'm the only one. Uh, but I, I can be in Lowe's all day, just like some of you ladies can be in Lowe's and Taylor all day or the mall all day. I can be in Lowe's all day because there's so much that intrigues me, and I can figure out ways if I just had that, that tool, that, yeah, it would make my life so much easier. But nevertheless, I was there, and so what I did was I did some research, and I was trying to figure out what the value of dirt was, and I found out you can buy a 40-pound a bag of dirt. For a dollar and sixty-five cent, cheaper than a, a pack of M and M's, I can buy a forty-pound bag of dirt for a dollar sixty-five. But what I also discovered, as I was looking at dirt in Lowe's, trying to assess the value of dirt, uh, because I wanted to be effective in my uh, articulation of what the value of dirt was, I also found out that there were more than one kind of dirt, and so. There are differences in the dirt, and they have packaged the dirt differently in Lowe's. And what I found out is that the more they put in the dirt, and based on what they put in the dirt, the value goes up. Matter of fact, they even had one little bag of dirt that wasn't much more than maybe, I don't know, eight ounces or ten ounces or something. It was a really small bag of dirt. And that little small bag cost $8.54. And so I'm looking at this dirt and I'm saying, this little teeny bag of dirt is $8, whereas I can get a 40-pound bag for $1.65. And so I said, well, maybe, maybe this is not the best way to assess the value of dirt, and so maybe it would be better if I can find out, well, you know, I can get a you know, bunch of dirt, like a truckload of dirt. Maybe I can get a better sense of the value of dirt. So I looked online, went online, find, trying to find out the value of dirt online from getting a truckload of dirt. I want a lot of dirt. And so what I found out is that in, in assessing the value of dirt from that perspective, the dirt has different values based on a whole lot of different things. They got a whole lot of reasons why they got top, top they got what they call field dirt, top soil dirt. They got this kind of dirt, that kind of dirt, all kinds of dirt, and where it came from dirt and all this. And that. So assume it was too many variables to determine how you really come to the true value of dirt. So what I came to the conclusion of is that trying to assess the value of dirt based on 
lows and based on the internet and based on people's perception and what people will pay. I, I found out that that was a futile approach to try to come to the understanding of what the value of dirt was. And God led me here to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to talk to you about the value of dirt because the value of dirt is in Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 1. Y'all stay with me. I'm going to get you there. And so as we look here in Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 1, um, if we're going to understand the value of dirt, Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 1 says, and you, stop right there. If you're going to understand the value of dirt, you need to know who you are. Stay here with me. You, you need to know who you are. And so what I thought to do originally, choir, I thought I was going to step back here in the choir and I was going to pass my mic around. I was going to say, tell me who you are. But I knew that if I did that, I would have so many different answers. And people were good, going to assess who they were based on a whole lot of variables, and that's really not going to get me to the answer of who you are because I need to know who you are, and you need to know who you are if you're going to understand the value of dirt. So the Lord says, okay, go back. If, I'm going to, if you're going to find out and understand the value of dirt, go back to the beginning when dirt was made. Y'all still here with me? So I went back to Genesis chapter, chapter 1, and in Genesis chapter 1, Uh, Verse number 27, I'm going to read this for you. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 gives a more detailed version of this. And it says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust, that is dirt of the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Who are you? This text in the Genesis, the beginning says that you are dirt. I know I wasn't going to get any amens on that because that's not a high boost to your self-esteem. But it not only says that you are dirt, it says that man is dirt, woman is dirt, we all are dirt, the pastor is dirt, the choir director is dirt, the youth pastor is dirt, the usher leader is dirt, the trustee is dirt, everybody in here is dirt. Because God took dirt and shaped dirt and molded in his own image and blew his breath into the dirt and the dirt became a living being. We're all just dirt. I ain't dirt, Pastor. I don't know where you got that from. If you didn't clean the tub out this morning, when you go home today, you go back and look in the tub and separate the scum, soap scum, from the other stuff that's in the tub and you will discover that your dirt is just wearing off. You, you just dirt. That's, that's all you are. Dirt. You dirt, I'm dirt. We're all just dirt. Now, Pastor, wait a minute. Uh, let me help you. I brought with me a bag of dirt. This is what we are. Matter of fact, on this particular bag, I wrote bad dirt. 
This is bad dirt. This is some of y'all bad. Bad. That's bad dirt right there. And this is, see, we, we need to know who you are. You are, according to Genesis, dirt. We are dirt. We are just dirt. And so, I know what you're thinking. Well, you have at least convinced me, Pastor, that I am dirt, but I'm sexy dirt. I'm good-looking dirt. I'm, I'm yellow dirt. I'm brown dirt. I'm, I'm light dirt. I'm dark dirt. I am well-formed dirt. I'm handsome dirt. I'm strong dirt. You still just dirt. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get down to the basis of the thing. Because, you know, we always want to exalt ourselves up and build ourselves up. But the reality of it is, is that we're all just dirt. Y'all still here with me? Y'all don't check out. Don't check out on yet. And if we all are just dirt, let me talk to us for just a moment. Listen, uh, woman of God, man of God, listen, if we're all just dirt, then uh, don't think that your clothes or your house or your money or your education gives you the right to talk down another piece of dirt. Because if you're just dirt and they're just dirt, then how can dirt talk about dirt? And if you're one uh, who is suffering from low self-esteem because you're comparing yourself to other dirt and other dirt makes you feel inferior, I stop by to let you know you are equal dirt to the other dirt. You just dirt, they just dirt, we all just dirt. Ain't no need in having low self-esteem when everybody is dirt. I know what you're thinking. But, 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 Pastor, that dirt got lipstick on it. It got, <laughs> it got long weave hair in it. Wouldn't it be crazy if I took this dirt and put some lipstick on this dirt and put some paint at the bottom of it red and said that dirt got red bottoms? <laughs> put some fake hair on top of the dirt and said, look at that, how long and pretty that hair is. That ain't but is dirt. I'm trying to help somebody. Don't compare yourself to other dirt. We all just dirt. And you, you, you got to know who the you is in the text. You are dirt. The you is dirt. The you is dirt. The you is dirt. The you is not better dirt. It's not worse dirt. It's dirt. And watch this. <laughs> um, this dirt is bad dirt. I'm going to explain that in a little while. But this, when we were born, we were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. We were born bad dirt. Y'all still here? 
In the text, the you in the text is plural, meaning it's not just singular, and so it's talking about all dirt. And so when he says, and you, is talking about all dirt, everybody is dirt. <laughs> Lord have mercy, help me. Um, but specifically in this text, it's the Christian, and you Christian, born again, child of God, blessed, highly favored, you are dirt too. And you, all, all, all of you are dirt, specifically as Christians in the text. But in Genesis, it says that we all are dirt. We all began our journey as dirt. I'm just trying to nail that home. You, who, who are you from now on? When somebody says, who are you? I'm just dirt. I'm going to help somebody right here. I'm, really, I'm going to help somebody. Because sometimes dirt gets a raise. We raise the dirt so you can see it better. And you think because we raise the dirt, the dirt thinks... That somehow I'm better, but you just bad dirt that been put in a higher position. So you used to be the clerk, now you the manager. You just dirt that been moved from clerk to manager. So when somebody asks you, "Who are you?" Don't be talking about, I'm the executive's assistant vice president. I'm just dirt, just like you. I'm trying to help somebody because, see, sometimes I'm, our position and titles and, and education mess us up. And we think we better dirt. We think we didn't got, you know, exalted. You just dirt that just got moved from sitting on this pedestal to put on another pedestal. But you still just dirt. And if, and, and Lord have mercy, without Christ, you bad dirt. And you have, he quickened, you, he made alive, the text says, you made alive. Um, if we're going to understand and comprehend the value of dirt, we need to, uh, first of all, you need to know who you are, but you also need to know, you need to know the you value. What is the you value? Value. The you value is the equivalent of the value of the dirt. Y'all still here with me? Because the text here says, and you, so we know who the you is, and the you are in this context, because the you is plural, so that's are. Um, if my English serves me properly, after plurality, it's are, and after singularity, it's is. And so if we were dealing with a singular and you, I would say you need to know who you is. But we're not dealing with, I'm, I'm heavy duty this morning. We're not dealing with the singular you. We're dealing with the plural you. So you need to know who you are and you need to know the value of the you. Y'all still here with me? Y'all haven't got mad yet, have you? I don't care. Watch this. In the beginning, God gave value to the dirt when he took the dirt scooped the dirt up shaped the dirt he says I'm going to make it in my own image and after my likeness 
And then he blew his breath into the dirt. And the dirt became a living being. Watch this. The dirt that had, in essence, no or little value became valuable because of what God did to the dirt because of what was put in the dirt caused the dirt to have greater value just like my experience at Lowe's the more they had put in the dirt the more value they gave to the dirt Lord have mercy to continue our journey tune in next week for the second half of today's message praise the Lord you have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together and we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services Sundays at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. at our new edifice called the Legacy Center located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence.